0: Hello, and it's good to have you with us at the Faith in Manchester podcast. I'm your host, Wayne Clark. I'm also pastor at Trinity Baptist Church in Gorton. Faith in Manchester podcast is part of faithinmanchester.org. We've also got outlets on social media and, well, you can find us all over the place Do have a look round the web to see what we have to offer. My guest on today's Faith in Manchester podcast is Dana. A singer, former politician, and still a force to be reckoned with. Dana is, unlike my previous guest, not Manchester-based, but uh, she's a regular visitor to Manchester, and I met her in the city at the Christian Resources Exhibition in Event City in Manchester. In fact, she was here to open the exhibition. We met and talked about her new television programme, Pilgrimage, which is on as we speak. Uh, We talked about her music, her new commercial album which is being recorded. And, of course, we talked about Brexit as a former member of the European Parliament. It's something she's got, well, you have to say, strong opinions about. So here's my talk with Dana, starting with the children's choir who sang at the Christian Resources exhibition opening ceremony. And the words that Dana had to say, as she opened the show.
1: I am so proud of you. Well, you've had a little vocal tour of what you can expect to find today. I didn't expect to find simulated flights. (laughs) However, uh, there's a whole wonderful array of tools for the church. Many ways we can help to reach people, to try to reach our relationship with God and that's what this is all about so thank you for being here Uh, Damien my husband and I we are thrilled to be with you in Manchester today despite the weather there is always a warm welcome when you come to this part of the world and And it doesn't worry us at all that yesterday we were in 22 degrees in the middle of Europe. It doesn't matter at all. Because truly the warmth of the people here is what really touches your heart. I'm delighted to be with you. And this event is actually open.
0: Thank you. That's Dana opening the Christian Resources Exhibition here in Manchester. And now we have the privilege of speaking to Dana in person. Dana, thank you very much for speaking to me today. The Christian Resources Exhibition coming back to Manchester after a number of years. And I know you've always been generous with your time when it comes to CRE. Uh, What does it mean to you to be here in in Manchester for the CRE this time?
1: I'm very happy to be uh, back in Manchester it's a wonderful exhibition. I'm very happy. I have a lot of happy memories of Manchester. A very musical city. very musical, gifted city. In fact, um, a number of my musical directors were from Manchester. Mm. And of course I've worked here through the years, so I'm, I'm really delighted to be back. The people are wonderful.
0: Yeah. One, one of the things about this exhibition is, is, is the people that you meet, isn't it? It's not just about looking at books and resources, it's, it's, it's about people. There's a lot of, of wonderful people here.
1: Yes, there really are. And like yesterday, I met a number of people who were not involved in ministry, uh, who were not here representing their church or wanting to buy anything, but they came along because they, they wanted to say hello and they. We're so delighted with the day. I mean, there's so many interesting things. And lovely people. It's a lovely atmosphere. You think, oh, I feel safe here. You know, I feel good here. And, of course, that's how people need to feel when they're with people who are believers.
0: You led a seminar where you were not able to sing. It was supposed to be a concert. That's how it was built. But yeah. you weren't able to sing. I must be... One of the worst things for someone who's, whose life is singing that you, you, your, your voice doesn't allow you to sing.
1: Yeah, and, and that applies for teachers, mm. you know, for anybody who's got to use their voice, which a lot a lot of people do. But you know, as, as vulnerable as you feel, when you stand up and you can't use your voice, we had a beautiful time yesterday. I just played some tracks and talked about the songs, a lot of which I'd written or I'd written with my husband. And and it was, I think, actually more intimate relationship with the people who were there.
0: In the second half of your career, you've made a lot of music that has been for the church, of Christian music. But there's a new departure for you now. You're just recording a, a new commercial album, as you might call it. Yes,
1: uh, a big surprise to me too. Uh, when I started out, of course, as a commercial singer, I never hi- hid the fact that I had a, a faith, a deep faith. And what happened was I began writing and recording christian music and it ran alongside what i did on, on a commercial field and for me they didn't conflict and then gradually we moved more specifically into christian work and music and then suddenly um i ended up in politics and then i came out of politics <laughs> back into christian music but just last year I was asked by a a very wonderful uh, record producer if I would do a commercial album, and I said, no, I wouldn't. I think I was afraid of it in a way, and he persisted, and I finally went in the studio. We tried out three tracks, and I just loved being back in the studio, and I loved the material. Uh, we recorded in the studio that Ennio Morricone uses in, in Rome, which is in the basement, the cellar area of a massive basilica. The sound in the room—it's where Ennio Morricone recorded all his very famous soundtracks. I'm working with wonderful musicians. The drummer is from Tears for Fear, Manny. One of the pianists is. Uh, American called Greg Darling. He's number 21 with a bullet in the billboard charts at the minute with his own recordings. The bass player played with Blondie and co-wrote a lot of their hits. And the guitarist is the new Jimi Hendrix in the Jimi Hendrix Experience. Um, And we had another bass player who played with Lou Reed for the last 15 years of his life. Just outstanding artists in their own right. So to be making music with people like that in a studio. And then we had the um, Santa Lucia uh, String Orchestra, which is the Vatican Orchestra. It was exquisite. Vaulted ceilings, and it was just amazing to be there. So I'm actually presently back in, finishing the album, and it's a commercial album, which will be released sometime this year, so... Say a prayer for that and look out for me. I should also uh, mention that I'm in a new BBC series, The Pilgrimage, which we filmed at the end of last year. They take a group of personalities, uh, celebrities, and they literally follow a pilgrimage route, and it's their personal journey Mm -hmm. and their interaction. So last year, I think, it was the uh, Camino. And this year, uh, there was eight of us. And we went uh, one of the oldest pilgrimage routes. We started in the the Alps, the uh, St. Bernard's Pass. Mm -hmm. And then we walked to Rome. It was tough. Physically, it was tough. Mm -hmm. But a wonderful group of people, very diverse, uh, most had not an active faith. You know, there was um, people who had no faith at all. I was the only Catholic on the on the pilgrimage, but we just bonded mm. as like a family. I'm so glad I did it, mm. but it, it was physically tough. Yeah.
0: Did that give you an opportunity to to witness to your faith and, and show something of what of what Christian faith means to you?
1: well i I believe that all of us every day must witness to our faith, mm. you know whether it's uh, in our own homes or a workplace or in a program like that. Mm. I hope I witnessed by my by my life, how I treated people, how we worked together. Yes, there were opportunities to talk about our faith, but I felt very privileged to have had it come so close to people and for them to genuinely for all of us to genuinely love and support each other Mm. was wonderful
0: Uh, This whole issue of of Brexit is is dominating our news in this country I'm sure you know You have great experience as as a former member of the European Parliament What do you think is happening at the moment between the relationship between the United Kingdom the Republic of Ireland and the rest of Europe? Can can you see a way through this impasse? What, What hope do you think there is now?
1: Well, I can only share my personal experience Mm. and knowledge Mm. of having been a member of the European Parliament at a very significant time for five years. Mm. And during that time, uh, just before the previous Soviet bloc countries came into the European Union, they were in the process of writing a European constitution. At that point the many Christians that I knew and worked with were very concerned that there was no reference to God in the Constitution at all. And there was no reference to the Christian roots of Europe. But there was a reference to the Greek and Roman roots of Europe. Mm -hmm. And we know that the European Union as we know it today was founded by Christians. And so we uh, raised a petition uh, throughout Europe and we had... 50 million signatures with absolutely no response at all. Uh, There was no reference to God put in it. And rather than put in a reference to the Christian roots of Europe, they removed the reference to the Greek and Roman roots. Now that was very concerning. Mm. Maybe it was an effort to think uh, you're better without any religion that causes problems, so we'll just have a secular. But as we know there's a need in every person who is made up of physical spiritual and emotional there's a need to seek out spiritual and if you airbrush out <laughs> the very roots of of the european union then people seek that somewhere else mm. you know you, you can't suppress and i'm not saying they were deliberately suppressing Religion, But to actually airbrush out any reference to it at all is a very worrying sign. Anything that promotes uh, unity and sharing and bringing people together should be supported. Mm. But as we know, when the European Union was set up, it was set up as a, an economic community where a small country had as much say and as much right as a big country, just as we are in society today. If you're big and powerful and strong, you've got to hear the voice of the small and the weak. And that's how it was set up. The blueprint was actually to set up a federal Europe, like a United States of America. But that was never revealed to the member state citizens because they knew it would frighten them. The situation that the United Kingdom is now in, if you rock any boat, you're going to get big waves. If you rock a boat that other people want to rock too, then certainly they're going to stop you rocking the boat. So, yes, the United Kingdom, it's going to be made as difficult as possible, to leave because others want to leave. The fact that their politicians have respected the democratic vote of the people of this country is amazing. In Ireland we were made to vote again and again until we got the answer that was wanted. My heart goes out because I know there's a lot of fear. But fear shouldn't stop you doing what you truly believe is the right thing to do.
0: How should God's people pray, do you think, at this moment?
1: I don't think we can ever be without hope, even in the middle of fear, or without courage. The worst thing, I think, is to allow fear to turn into anger. My husband and I, we've been working through a lot of challenges in our lives over the past years. And I think what what both of us have learned from that is to trust. How many times does it say in in the Bible not to be afraid? It's just the insistent and recurrent lesson that we're being told. Do not be afraid. And God is always with us. And God will always be with the people of this country.
0: This is the Faith in Manchester podcast and that was Dana speaking to me at Christian Resources Exhibition Manchester. Find out more about Faith in Manchester at our home, faithinmanchester.org and we're also on Facebook and on Twitter, on Instagram and other social media outlets coming soon. Do keep up with what we're doing, subscribe, like and uh, have a look at all the different things that we're involved with. Uh, do subscribe to our Faith in Manchester podcast, please. Uh, every subscription helps and do spread the word and tell people about Faith in Manchester and particularly the Faith in Manchester podcast. We've got a couple more episodes lined up uh, coming before too long when we get around to making them of the Faith in Manchester podcast. One of them's about the Manchester street pastors uh, who are very active across the city region. The other one is about the Embassy Bus, which is a very innovative Christian ministry. It's a double-decker bus where homeless people can find a place to sleep and uh, something to eat and a welcome. So find out about that on a coming episode of the Faith in Manchester podcast. But for now, from me, Wayne Clark, uh, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time here on the Faith in Manchester podcast.